1: Welcome to the Tell It Abs It Is podcast, your home for everything Colorado Avalanche on the Hockey Podcast Network. The
0: Colorado Avalanche have won the Stanley Cup. Raymond Barr, a dream, has come true. Featured ahead McKinnon racing in shoots and scores, Nathan (laughs) McKinnon, presidential (laughs) score. Here's your hosts, Griffin Youngs and Christian Boulay. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Tell It Abs It Is podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Griffin Youngs, joined by Christian Boulet. As always, once again, in person, I am not cursed. I am 2-1. and I have a winning record in Denver. Because the Avalanche, they did the thing on the road. And my God, they look great. They beat the Blues 6-3 to on the road in Game 4 off the back of a Nazem Kadri hat trick. You can't script
1: this stuff. No, you can't script it. It was... Like, is there a better revenge game in the history of sports?
0: Uh, Not that I can think of off the top of my head.
1: Like, Nazem Kadri gets racist threats. He has to have the police outside of his hotel room because of racist fans. And he goes out there and just says, fuck you, St. Louis, and puts on probably the best game he's played in his NHL career. Yeah,
0: at the very least up there. I mean, what more can you say about Nazem Kadri in this game? All this shit that he had to deal with off the ice after, I guess, Blues fans think he intentionally ran Jordan Bennington. I don't know how you can come to that conclusion after watching the replay. But, uh, Holy shit, Blues fans and Blues organization! What a f- how that f- was fucking shameful those last forty eight hours, the racist threats that Kadri received, and Craig Berube doing nothing but throwing gas on the fire. Did you thing. see
1: what Kadri said about it? He said that kind of fired him up. That Berube didn't say anything about yeah. it.
0: Berube's little oh no comment. Yeah, really no comment. Okay, yeah. it sure, makes guys.
1: it makes zero sense. But um, back to the game. I mean, Nazem Kadri truly. You, it's not an understatement that he just said, fuck you, St. Louis, and fuck you, like St. Louis Blues fans, because he gets a hat-trick, best player on the ice for either team, and he single-handedly carried the abs to a win, which is something I didn't think I'd expect to say going into tonight's game.
0: Yeah, Nazem Kadri was outstanding. I mean, I wonder what I'm going to call this episode.
1: (laughs) The Kadri man can?
0: Yeah what a game for the abs i mean they give up the first goal again typical of the series Fourth game in a row the blues get the first goal but outside of that goal we can just start all the way back at the first period the abs were in full control this game that Taze made one mistake with the puck and even before that happened the abs were in control Taze turns it over easy goal for perron who we will talk about in this game fucking scumbag yeah and then after that Avs were in full. What control. was the final
1: shot count? I think it was like 16 to 3 after
0: the first period. After the first period, the, ma- the final Blues shot may have had four. was 15 to 3. Okay, so I was close.
1: I was close. So the Avs dominated, but like you said, like they made one mistake. I thought that that was going to be like a backbreaking mistake. Um, boy, oh boy, was I wrong. But it was it was a play you don't see Devontaeves make, but I think that's just the Blues have played the Avs now seven times this year. You kind of picked up on tendencies, and I feel like Buchnevich just was like, I know what's going to happen here. Yeah. And he made a good play, got to Perron in front, nothing Darcy Kemper could do. Um, and his stats don't look great, but Darcy Kemper was great in this game. Yeah, the, we'll talk about more
0: about him later. He had a great third period in this game. Like you said, there was nothing he could do <laughs> on this play. It's just for some reason the Blues just keep scoring first yeah. in this series. It doesn't make any sense, but regardless, you move on, and... Like I said, the Avs were in really full control of this period. They had some dangerous chances, I felt, in the first not really. Huso was good in the first yeah, period. He was good. There wasn't as much traffic yeah. to the net as I would have liked no. early on. But they gave the Blues nothing outside of one mistake. They had just two more shots on goal, yeah. and I think one after the goal itself. I think that was right. So you really can't even be too upset about it because you know if you keep playing like that... Eventually, you're going to get one. And uh, by God, did they not just get one in the second The floodgates,
1: needless to say, opened up. And who starts it? Not Nazem Kadri, believe it or not. Arguably, the Avs' best defenseman in this series?
0: Right now, without question, the most underrated playoff performer for the Avs right now. Eric Eric Johnson. Johnson. EJ. He was just saving it, man, because he was bad in the regular season. Yeah, there there were points where it was like, yeah, Jack Johnson deserves a spot for this guy in the regular season. Uh, That has not aged well one bit, as he has taken over the first round against Nashville. He's taken over the second round against St. Louis. He gets rewarded with a goal here. And his stat line alone in this game is nuts. He has the goal, obviously. He's a plus one, takes a penalty, but four shots on goal, three hits, two block shots, and a takeaway the guy's a monster right now he was a monster him it's, and Byron
1: have become a deadly duo which yeah. i did not expect though i would be saying those words this year
0: yeah and with sam Gerrard out you needed these guys to carry their weight and it was good that they didn't split these guys up you put jack johnson with josh manson which we'll talk about wasn't yeah. great eric johnson it's not even just the fact that like this goal was a little lucky shot oh, from the point goes right through the five hole it's not just the goal it's how he's played outside of that he's creating chances he's creating chances I've never seen him move like this. He hasn't he, moved he's like this in like, like four
1: years. Yeah, he hasn't moved like this in four years. He, like,
0: he looks like Sam Girard out there with the way he's moving. He's single-handedly just carrying pucks in the zone, partially because I think the Blues are like, wait.
1: What? Wait, this isn't the guy who's supposed to be doing this. That's he's not what to be the scouting him. report yeah. says.
0: That he, Eric Johnson's just supposed to dump this in or try to find McKinnon. He's just carrying it himself behind the net and creating chances.
1: He's, he's been great, dude. He has been... Like, I, McCarr and Taves are still McCarr and Taves, but Eric Johnson has been... He's been a shutdown guy.
0: Yeah. In the I, w- I would argue he's been better than them.
1: I, do, I don't disagree with that. Uh, he's been fantastic, and I really do think he was probably just saving it in the regular season.
0: Yeah. Like, there's also, like, there, he took a lot of maintenance days. Yeah. And towards the end of the season, when he finally went out of the lineup, Bednar said it was for injuries and stuff. So, it's not, out of, the que- not out of the question he was banged up for yeah. most of the season, and especially when you look at his injury history... <laughs> Probably still banged up right now, but it is not slowing him down one bit. He's him, been, and, him and Byram are a lethal duo. They're,
1: which, again, I did not expect to say those words this year. I, I expected Byram to be unreal, and it was cool to see him get top four minutes. It just sucked. It came at the cost of losing Sammy G. Um, but yeah, Eric Johnson, unreal, ties the game at one. And then what was it? Probably like a minute and a half later? Not even. Not even? Not even. It was actually, no, it was a little
0: longer than that, a little under two minutes later. Nazem Kadri.
1: Nazem Kadri gets started. He makes a great play. I remember watching when we were watching that live. I thought that the Blues defenseman had stolen the puck. Mm -hmm. It was a great pass by, was it Byram who set it up? Nachushkin. Nachushkin. Great breakout pass. Kadri gets by. The Blues defender takes a chance and fails miserably. Whiffed miserably on it. And gives the abs a two-on-one, and Kadri just goes right down Main Street, beats Huso short side. Abs go up two one. It was a perfect shot. Like there was absolutely zero who, zero things Huso could have done there.
0: Yeah, it's a bad defensive read by the Blues. There gives Kadri plenty of room, and it's the same way he scored in Game Three. Just a, a two on one snipes mm-hmm. on Huso, and now all of a sudden the Abs come into the period down one. Now they're up two, or they're up two to one. Yeah, and
1: Qu- quickly after they go very up by quickly two. after that,
0: uh, <laughs> in the tune of nineteen seconds later, Tavantez scores unassisted. Three To one, just like that, we're in not... the blink
1: of an eye, dude. Yeah, like but the...
0: you said, coming into the second period, uh, someone's gonna score in the first five minutes here. I and only you... said
1: one, yeah, I only and said you one, un... I didn't and you, unders...
0: three. <laughs> you undersold it. You said it was gonna be one, turned out to be three. Yeah, is with a great shot goes right through Huso. The Blues are unraveling on the ropes, unraveling completely.
1: And it was good for Taves to get another one, he hadn't scored since game four against Nashville. Because he tied the game. Yes,
0: game yeah. four against Nashville.
1: So he's been playing. Uh, it was good for him to make up for that mistake, which doesn't happen very often. Devon Tavis doesn't make mistakes. Um, so it's good for him to make up for it. And Avs are up 3-1. And then this is kind of when all hell breaks loose at yeah, this, this game. This
0: is when it's clear the Blues are only partially here yeah. to play hockey. And the other half is to fill, fulfill some kind of blood vendetta. Against Nazem Kadri. Well, we
1: we missed the point too, where Shen tried to fight Kadri in the first yeah, like the minute first, of the game. Yeah,
0: in the first. Nazem Kadri's first shift, you have Braden Shen getting in his face, trying to fight him. Kadri's like, "What the fuck? No, get away yeah. from me."
1: I'm good, dude. Thanks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna do you a favor and take me off the ice and you. take you and take you off, yeah. which is an act of benefit to your team. And David Perron attacked Nazem Kadri. I mean, is there any other way to put it here? No. He's t- he attacks him behind the net Kadri shrugs him off then Kadri's trying to get to the bench Perron attacks him again tries to hit him and then bushnevich cross checks him from behind then Kadri gets up and Perron just full
1: force dives at him full cross check uh in Perron's word he was trying to create a spark for the team um By attacking a defensive yeah, player like that that makes complete sense um it was a dumb play by the Blues, and the Avs went on a 5-on-3, but I I agree. I, I don't think any Blues players are going to be suspended from this. It did not, both
0: David Perron and Paolo should not have returned no. to this game. That was clear-cut intent to injure. They're not trying to do anything no. else on this play. They're just trying to hurt like, Kadri. Kadri doesn't have the puck. He hasn't had the puck for 20 no. seconds at this point.
1: But you know what I appreciated and from Nazem Kadri? He was pissed, but he was controlled pissed yeah. the rest of the game. He didn't do anything stupid. And I don't think the Nazem Kadri last year does that. Um, he channeled his aggression into his play and not doing something stupid. Uh, I don't think it takes away from the fact that I do think that Peron and Buchnevich should have been kicked out of the game. But, you know, the officiating this whole series has been kind of if meh. We, like, yeah, it, it, they are
0: making some bizarre calls, and yeah. not a lot of them are in favor of the abs. Yeah. But there is no way they were letting this go. No. They, they, they are... They are attacking Nazim Kadri yeah. here. So they put both Bushnevich and Peron in the box. Are they going to get suspended? Bushnevich, absolutely not. Peron, no. He may get a fine. I mean, remember the, the first round was Jared Spurgeon? Jared Spurgeon. Cross checked Bushnevich in the ankle. Yeah. And he got a fine.
1: Well, like, it's because he
0: had no previous history. He had no previous history. Clear cut intent to injure. Yeah. Not, he's trying to do nothing else on that play. Should yeah. have been one or two games. It's going to be the same thing for Peron Correct. here.
1: He'll get maybe a three thousand dollar fine.
0: Yeah, he'll get the maximum under the CBA. They always yep. throw that in there to make it sound significant. It's gonna be like, three grand. Yeah,
1: half five, his game, not even a brand. quarter. Yeah, not even a quarter of his game check.
0: Yeah, five grand even. Like, See, it, I,
1: I think the way they can fix that in the NHL is like if you do that and the fine, the player who was on the receiving end of the fine, like uh, cadre, should get to pick where that money goes, hmm. and they should be able to make the donation into their like charity funds. Um, but yeah, I mean. That whole play was just stupid by the Blues, and I'm really glad. The it was abs- garbage. It was yeah. a
0: garbage play from a, a team and a fan base that's proven themselves to be pretty garbage yeah. over the last 48 hours. A lot of telling on themselves. Correct. As Except for Mason. Mason's a good guy. Yeah, Blues Blues fan reacts, nice guy. Please don't harass
1: yeah, him. Yeah, don't harass him. He's a good dude. Um, he, he's he's he been completely understanding. Just be nice to Mason. Yeah, he's, he's on, been he's on your
0: guys' side with yeah. this. Leave him alone, please. Regardless, the... The, between the fans sending threats, BaruBe fanning the fire, Bortuzzo being like, "Oh, a guy like that knows what he's doing." Like says Robert Bortuzzo. Yeah, says Robert fucking <laughs> Bortuzzo. And the no, the no comment from Craig BaruBe this morning. No no comments made by the St. Louis Blues at all in response to an increased police presence at the Avalanche Hotel okay. because of racist threats. I mean, I'm not guys, surprised. You guys are making your stance on this pretty clear, aren't you?
1: They're they're bad, dude. Um, I
0: I I really did not hate the Blues that oh, I've much. Oh, I hated
1: the Blues, man. Like
0: I mostly hate their fans. Yeah, like I I do not I did not like the Blues at all. I would never cheer for them to win under any circumstance. Uh, my opinion on them is like okay, bottom three team. Oh yeah, they they've passed. They're right up
1: there with team. Minnesota and Chicago in my opinion. Oh yeah. So, like um, I, like
0: I hate the Penguins, but they're not racist.
1: No. It was bad, dude. It's a bad look for the Blues. Um, I get it's gamesmanship you're not trying to talk about, but when it's something that's bigger than the game, I feel like that's that's something you should comment on. Yeah, it's on. also
0: something like, hey guys, uh, knock this shit off. Yeah. This is not okay.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they'll come out after the fact when the series is over. I don't think but, they will. But I, I did, I think it was Arif who said, Kadri shouldn't shake Berube's hand at I the wouldn't. end of the series.
0: He's going to. Yeah, he's going to. But Kadri's a much better man than all of yeah. us.
1: So, it, it, it's bad. Uh, we'll talk more about Kadri at the end of the game. His, well, his we'll talk po-
0: more about Kadri here in just yeah. a moment.
1: His post game press conference. From what we were driving home, but from all accounts, it sounds like he fucking killed it. So yeah, um, we'll talk more about that. But uh, like Griffin just said, the Avs going to five on three. Uh, the top unit looked meh. I don't know why Kadri wasn't out there on the top unit. Maybe because he was involved well, in all that. But it kind of worked out for the Abs in that favor because the top unit got a couple chances. Nothing super dangerous. Uh, Second unit comes on, and I believe it's Alex Newhook who was in for Andre Burakovsky, which we thought was maybe going to lead the show. Yeah,
0: I mean, we we hinted at it towards the end of last episode that Berkey's time on ice indicated to me that Bednar does not trust him right now, and turns out we were kind of right. And before we get to the cadre goal, Newhook obviously comes in for Burakovsky. Knack does stay in. Bit controversial. But, you know what? Let's talk about Kadri first. Yeah. Let's get to the end of the period. Yep. And then we'll talk about New coming into this game. It's kind of what I thought. Yeah. I
1: thought that would lead our show, but as yeah. it turns out, this game well, was... Well,
0: there's so yeah. much happening. So much more. So much happening. It's also late. Yep. And the atmosphere at the NVR was awesome. It was so, great. So uh, tend to forget a few things. <laughs> but the Islanders do not score on the five-on-three. Looked pretty good while doing so. Just couldn't get through Vili Huso. Second it's over, Peron and Bushnevich come racing out of the box and... Kael McCarr, Bowen Byram, and who's wide open on the opposite side of the ice? Nazem care. Kadri.
1: Perfect Can't, pass.
0: Cannot be scripted any better. What a feed by, by Bo Byram. His second point of the game at this point. Nazem Kadri makes it 4-1. We're only 7 minutes and 30 seconds into the second period. The Abs have scored four goals. And David Perron, not out of the conversation no. yet, because he comes flying out of the box. Nazem Kadri scores, and David Perron tries to take his fucking head off.
1: Yeah, he does. It, it, you had to watch the replay. Uh, thank God Kadri was aware and didn't catch that elbow because that could have been... It would have been just as bad as what Kadri did to Falk Yeah, last year because it, it was lining up to be the same trajectory. Yeah, except the,
0: except there was no play going
1: on. Yeah. There was nothing. It would have just been malicious and he would have probably been suspended like three games. Um, yeah, he's not Kadri, so yeah. he's not going to get suspended. So, yeah, Perron's a real piece of shit, uh, if you haven't caught on to this episode yet. Not even the last thing he did in no. this game. I I, I yeah. can't
0: believe they let him play yeah. after that whole attacking Nazem Kadri. And tr- he tried to take his head off. Yeah, like There's no nice way to put that. He went out of the box, saw Kadri score, is like, okay, I want to hurt him. I want to give him a concussion. That mm-hmm. was going through his head. At that yeah. moment, there's no other way to describe it. it. Was not an accident. He threw his elbow up and he missed.
1: Yeah, he missed. Thank God, Kadri's too, uh, too badass. To his chin just can't get hit. But uh, yeah, Perron's a real piece of shit. I, I mean, I got really nothing else to say yeah, about that. Yeah, I'm done talking about. David we'll, we'll, we'll go. We'll, we'll do the Craig Berube. I got no comment.
0: Yeah, no comment I mean. until we get to the next thing. Yeah. David Perron does in this game, which is cheap as fuck again. Yeah. But Kadri makes it four to one, all even strength goals for the ABS. At this point in the game, Avs dominated five on they, five. They they dominated this portion of the period. The Blues are on the ropes, and
1: <laughs> they get bailed out.
0: They get bailed out because the Avs, like they, I don't want to say they took their foot off the gas, but up four to one, they were not. They weren't as, as aggressive they weren't on the were They weren't as aggressive. They weren't executing the same as they were. And the Blues don't get anything out of it for a little while. The Avs still have some chances of their own at this point. They're still pretty well in control. At this point, Husso has stopped it from being 5-1. to one. He makes a great save on Arturi Lekkinen, and also makes another great save on, I forget who at this point, I believe it was McKinnon yeah, as well. Yeah, he made a good save on McKinnon. Yeah. McKinnon was good tonight. He was good. I mean McKinnon's looked good in just about yeah. every game and he just hasn't been able to get a goal because he's had Ryan O'Reilly attached yeah. to his hip for the entire series. And Ryan O'Reilly's really good at his job and he has one goal in this series and that is to neutralize Nathan McKinnon. And done okay at it. McKinnon scored no goals, but McKinnon's still been able to be explosive in these games and at least set up some chances. But this game was not over yet, even though four straight goals.
1: They almost scored them too quick in the second period. Yeah, they almost did it (laughs) too quickly.
0: And who so stops the game from getting completely out of hand? Then later in the second period, the Blues get their first power play. Of the game. Like I
1: said, they got bailed out. Yeah. Both of these calls were very ticky-tack, in my opinion. Yeah,
0: Darren Helm called for uh hooking against yeah, I, didn't pa- I didn't even know it was hooking. Yeah, I, thought, I, I thought they called it interference. slash. I thought they yeah. called yeah, yeah, it I called yeah. slash. Yeah, I yeah, thought, that's that's exactly. how bad it was. We that's have no idea. We have, we have just, no idea what they called. just described three different penalties yeah. on the play. And none of them happened. And so Helm goes for apparently hooking against Bushnevich. This was the part of the game the Avs struggled the most in, and one that needs significant improvement, and one that was much better later in the game yeah. on their final penalty kill. But these two penalty kills, the Avs looked like shit. Two of the worst. Two of the worst penalty kills I've seen against a power play that is very, very good. And it is unfortunately David Perron towards the, the tail end of the power play that gets the Blues back to within two. And Kemper just bit...
1: Like, yeah, he's oversold hard, yeah. and that was probably the easiest goal David Perron scored in his life. Because it was wide open. There. I, we both watched him like, where's the puck? Because I thought yeah. the puck was going over there because the way Darcy was moving it. No, it went back yeah, the other it way. it went
0: back to Perron. I and mean, it's hard to give Kemper too much crap no. on this. I mean, he bid on it. You know, it happens. The penalty kill looked
1: awful. Yeah, they weren't attack like. It, it seemed like they were just letting the Blues move the puck around the zone, and the Avs were just they, st- standing in sand. And the Blues, like, like, it's not
0: like they were doing anything crazy. No. It seemed pretty obvious what they were trying to set up, but we just kind of let them.
1: Yeah, kind of just that's watched them I, do it. I completely agree. I feel like they just didn't. The abs just were like, okay, we're gonna let them snap the puck around the zone, hit all these crossing passes, and the the abs just had yeah, no like spots. There was,
0: there was no one in the passing lanes getting stick in the passing lanes. There was no one in the shot lanes, and this applied later in the second period as well when the Avalanche took another penalty. This time it was Eric Johnson. For interference against Brandon's side, like I okay maybe, but this can't call that. Like in a series like this where you are calling nothing, yeah, you can't call you that. can't call that here. And a, in a game where this happened at least seven times, yeah. that's a little bit of a ridiculous call. And so the Blues go back on the power play. Feels like the exact same story. Tarasenko rings one off the post. One that uh, live in the bar I thought went in. I thought it went in too. I, I thought that rang right off the back bar. The the goal horn sounded and everything. Yep. They show the replay. He bangs it right off the post. Clean as day. And I, you'd, you'd think that'd be a little bit of a wake-up call. Okay, maybe we got to start getting in lanes here. Uh, it looked worse yeah. from there.
1: We thought we were going to get out of the get out of the period after that. He thought, okay, all's good. Uh, no, it was not. Uh, You get the first unit off the ice for the Blues, and then Jack Johnson. I don't know what he was doing, man. Yeah,
0: Jack Johnson in this game, by the way, instead of Ryan Murray. And uh, I don't think he should be back.
1: He'll probably play in Game 5. they will attribute it to Rust. Um, But yeah, I don't know what he was doing in that PK. He just let Booch Navis just walk right in front of the net. Yeah. And it creates an easy chance... uh, Kemper gets kind of unlucky. I believe it bounces off of It
0: bounced off of everybody yeah. in front. Like this is like this is one where it's like what's what is he really yeah. supposed to do in this play? Nothing. You got to clean out the front of the net. You got to get pucks out of the yep. zone. You've got to disrupt their passes. They never did that eventually against a power play this good. They're they're gonna, get, they're gonna get something to go. Sometimes bounces just don't go your way, yeah. especially when there's five people in front of the crease. Correct. And so Bushnevich gets his first goal of the playoffs. And now all of a sudden in the span of about two and a half minutes, it goes from the Abs are dominating for 35 minutes. Now it's a one-goal game. One-goal game. The third. It's the exact same repeat of the game on yeah. Saturday. Those were the next words coming yeah. out of my mouth. The Abs dominated the second period in game three, and they're up three to one. This time, I guess last time, Ryan O'Reilly gets one with 30 seconds left. And now you're coming into the third being like, okay, well now we got a game here. Same thing here. You get two late goals on the power play. One goal game going into the third. And I was nervous, but
1: I, I wasn't, man. I'm mean, like, oh, I that... take that back. I was nervous. Yeah, like, I was, that, mean... that's, that's 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 I'm underselling I was definitely nervous, but the fact that they had just done it the previous game, right?
0: And um, the fact that they've shown that at five on five, this is, game is not close.
1: Yeah. Just stay out of the box and you win the game, and that's yeah. exactly what they did until the final minute of the or two minutes of the game. Um, that third period, I think, was even more dominant than the period on Saturday. Like, yeah, it, it was fantastic. I, I don't know how many shots the Blues had in that third period. Maybe four. In this one? Yeah. Five. They had five. That's ridiculous for a team that's on... If they lose this game, they go down 3-1 to only get five shots in the third period. Yeah, uh, That's oh, yeah. fantastic. To
0: lose both games in St. Yeah. Louis. Like, this is... You're talking now, abs are up 3-1 to one with potentially two games in Denver. You've got to win two games on the road in Colorado and defend your home ice, which you have not
1: done which yet. Which you have not done. So, abs are in a great spot and if they, they can't play the third period like they do the whole game because it's so defensive and they're just yeah, trying to get folks so out. De-
0: it's so defensively minded. And that's and just not this just team, so, but they can do so it. It's so smart. Yeah. Like, they can do that. Like, okay, we're up one. We we need to slow this game down. Yep. We need to take this crowd out of the game. It really doesn't matter if we score, but it'd be nice if we did. And sure and enough. who else to deliver? I mean, you when he scored two, you just knew the third was coming. That he was he was getting the hat trick yeah. tonight, whether it was with Huso and net or with the empty netter, you knew Nazem Kadri was scoring this hat trick tonight. It was just it was too perfect to not.
1: And it was such a good shot that gave him the hat trick that no one thought it was in. When yeah, he the entire
0: bar was like, "Wait, did he actually?" Yeah, that, like we had to wait for the the signal to even. Decide. I think it was only
1: him and Miko that knew the puck was in the net. Yeah,
0: and what a snipe! Turnaround snipe set up by Nachushkin just a little before halfway through the third period. It didn't feel over at that point, but you could tell that well, the Blues, they they needed a miracle. I think
1: if we weren't such maniacs, we probably would have relaxed a little bit more. Yeah. But we've watched way too much hockey in our life to know that it's it's not over, especially in today's NHL, um, after we were up three and they got it back down to one. So um, to finish it off with Nazem Kadri, he just, like you said, that was destiny for him to score that goal. Yeah. It, it, it was destiny. It was in the cards. It's karma. Yeah. He had the good karma going his way, and he gives the Avs another two-goal lead, which was pretty much all they needed, especially starting in that third period. Because yeah, like and, they de- said,
0: and they defended it very well.
1: And that was perfect.
0: Yeah, and you... it's unfortunate that two minutes later, they called a slash on Terry Lekkanen.
1: So dumb. And this is where
0: dude. we're going to talk about David Perron again, because he takes three penalties here.
1: Three maybe underselling him. Yeah, three uh, <laughs>
0: all on Devontae's. He slashes Tay's stick out of his hands. He cup checks him as well and then slashes him. And they called Arturi Lekkinen for a penalty. That seems to me like a little bit of game management, don't you think?
1: Yeah, 100%. They were just trying to fucking... Um... They're making the game interesting. They're, yeah.
0: ma- they're making a storyline. Can the Blues go three for three on the yeah. power play?
1: And uh, here's the... Here's the uh, Fuck! i forgot what word it was it's late man here's the uh the jesus dude i can't say it but they didn't score i was gonna say the uh like spoiler spoiler alert jesus christ man it's late at night can you tell i worked 13 hours today um spoiler alert they didn't score because the spk shout out five. to logan
0: for buying us that beer. yeah
1: jesus man yeah shout out logan if you're still listening to this man we appreciate you um the Avs were fantastic on that PK, and God damn it, they needed to be, because I that think was we a, both That was were, a must kill. We were both kind of shitting our pants a little bit when yeah. uh, when that penalty was called.
0: And that, when we just shit-talked the penalty kill, that was a damn near perfect yeah. one.
1: They did, the Blues did bring one off the post, um, and Kemper had to sprawl back and make a great save. Oh yeah, they did. That was on the power play, right? Or was that when they went empty net?
0: I believe that was empty net. Yeah, that was later.
1: Yeah. I could have sworn. Alright, yeah.
0: It was with the empty net, same thing.
1: Yeah, same thing. So... Uh, As were great on the PK. I think Cogliano had a couple big shot blocks. Darren Helm quietly had a good game tonight. He was flying out there. Yeah, he made a couple great plays. The fourth line in the first period was one of the
0: better lines for the Aves. Huge energy provider yeah. for the Avs in this game. But the Avs, they kill off that penalty. Yep. And the Blues they they keep trying, but the Avs, they're not they're not
1: giving them anything. There. No, absolutely nothing. Like the Blues would get the puck deep, and the Avs would have it out. Maybe two tries. Like they, they were they were getting the puck out so good. It was just a great, great third period. Yeah, defensive and like third that period. that's
0: how you win on the road in the yep. playoffs. Yeah, and you can't get down when you give up two late goals because mm-hmm. that's how you give up a fourth, and that's how you get a game tied. They go into the locker room. Thank God it was towards the end of the period. They go to the locker room. They reset. They come back out. They almost score right away as well, and they, it's the same thing that happened in game three. The first 10 minutes of that period were all abs, yep. and this time they get a goal out of it too. And last 10 minutes weren't all abs, but it wasn't really Blues either. No, it, was it was just kind of nothing hockey happening chasing out the puck. There. That's, That's all it was. Chasing hockey yo. It was yeah. just dumping, chase, getting past lanes, dump and chase, kill clock, kill clock, kill clock. That's exactly and what they the blues, had to do. The Blues towards the end with the empty net, they had two dangerous chances. Yep. But it was Perron again who yeah. had a dangerous chance. Kemper made a big save. Huge. His best save of the night. Game saver. And then, actually, you know what? The the one you were talking about, it might have been on that power. Yeah, I think I'm, it was on. The I'm PowerPoint. misremembering when it was. Yeah. There was one where like Kemper just couldn't find it or something.
1: Yeah,
0: I don't. I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> we're doing great so far. Yeah. But the the abs they kill off the rest of this game, and Miko finally gets his first playoff goal, buries it into the empty net with two seconds left, and the abs walk out of St. Louis up. Rita one. In the they second win. round. In the second round, they win both games on the road. Both games. We were talking after game two. You absolutely take a split. We'd be pretty surprised if they walked out of here with two.
1: I'm still pretty surprised.
0: <laughs> I guess we shouldn't be no. at this point with this team. Hey everybody, hope you've been enjoying this episode so far. Interrupting to bring you a word from our sponsor at DraftKings Sportsbook. Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. All you have to do is bet $5 on any team to win. And you get $100 no matter the result. It is literally free money. And if that's not enough, if you're looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs, with DraftKings same-game parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. And best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds whenever you want, at your convenience. So what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, bet $5 on any NHL team to win, and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Now, back to the episode this was quintessential playoff hockey where you get all of your guys producing you get eric johnson having the game of his life Nazem kadri with just a storybook game yep. devon with another goal in a game where your your big guns aren't really aren't really producing Dude, no, that i much.
1: i was telling you this on the drive home like they could win the series with mckinnon Rantanen, and mccarr combining for like four points yeah like that's just how good this team has been depth wise and you know that McKinnon, like you gotta give credit to the O'Reilly line, they've been great shutting down McKinnon and his and his line. It's not enough. It's not enough. And if you get this type of contribution from every player on your team, the Avs are going to be impossible to beat. There. Yeah, like it, it, that's just the way it is.
0: Again, let let's not get too ahead of ourselves. But assuming you move on to the next round, whoever you're playing with, it's Calgary Edmonton does not have a Ryan O'Reilly no. that is going to. Just be attached to your superstar's hip. the Elias time. Lindholm, maybe, and he's up for the Selkie right now. I don't know how that happened. I, I, I was surprised to see no. that, but he scored forty goals, so I guess yeah. defensively, I guess he's good. Yeah. some people assume he is. Doesn't matter. Bergeron's going to win that anyway. Yeah. But it's not like Elias Lindholm's doing a great job shutting down no. McDavid right now in in the Battle of Alberta. Yeah, so we're,
1: we're not going to get ahead of ourselves. But this, like, defensively, the Blues have been the best team. I that's really remained. feel like the Blues have given us. It's not like
0: they're not trying. It's no. not like they're playing poor. I feel like the Blues are playing well and doing everything they can. It's just not enough. It's just not enough. They're not good enough.
1: No. And they have 920 goal scorers.
0: Yeah. You look You look at Money Puck 5-on-5. Five five. Expected goals 5-on-5 five five in this game were 2.4 to 0.
1: .9. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good defensively, I'd say.
0: All situations, you get the two power play goals for the Blues. It's 3.39 for the Avs with the empty netter, which I think skews a little. Yeah. To
1: 1.93. Yeah. Like... The abs are just the better team. We said that going into the series. The blues have not played bad.
0: No, they're playing well. I mean, yeah. they've scored first in every game this series. Mm-hmm. It's not. And the abs have had to work for everything they've gotten here. But they're such a good team that has been through it in the playoffs and went through enough in the regular season yep. and has learned their lessons. And now here they are, coming home to Ball Arena with a three to one lead and a chance to just put those fucking narratives behind you for good don't even worry about coming back to st louis you never have to hear about the second round again this is your opportunity to come out here and have even an even better game where you have a a nathan mckinnon fired up and ready to go that place is
1: going to be rocking that place
0: is going to be rocking and i'm so happy i'm here for it
1: yeah we're we're gonna have the first 10 minutes if the abs but the abs could be up three nothing if they play the way i think they're going to yeah like there's no chance they come out I, i shouldn't say no chance I'd be shocked if they came out flat like they did in game 2.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's they know what's at stake here. Yep. And they're not they're not going to be like, "Oh, we're up 3 to 1. We don't need to take nope. it too seriously." We saw how they played against Nashville in game 4 mm-hmm. where they're up 3 nothing like, "Oh, we don't need to win this game." But they did. And but they did. And they didn't look perfect while doing so, but they still found a way to get it with done with your backup
1: goalie yeah. in that too. So like that's the thing too is it's like you have a chance to close it out. You get another long period of rest, which has shown to be the most valuable thing in these playoffs. Um, and the Abs do well when they have these long type of breaks. And you just get to sit back and watch Calgary yeah. and Well, Edmonton. this time we're not
0: going to be the ones with the longest yeah. anymore. Because Florida is dead.
1: Florida's dead. We're just like we all predicted. Shout out me and Griffin. We've been right about both teams we thought were going to die in the playoffs. And they have. Turns out you can't score five goals a game in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, they scored three in four games. Yeah.
1: Turns out Andre Vasilevsky is still the best goalie in the world. Um, and I'm still pissed I changed my bracket. Fuck you, NHL. Because I had that right. Um, but regardless, uh, Avs up 3-1. I, I do think they're going to... I'd be shocked if they don't close it out in five.
0: Yeah. It's right. not the end of the world if they don't. Oh, yeah. but Because anything anything can happen. Anything
1: can happen. But... Billy Husso could come out and just play like a fucking madman. Um, but I'd be shocked if the Avs... Uh, don't close this bad boy out.
0: Yeah, I think they're going to have the game of their lives yeah. in Game 5. And assuming Huso doesn't have a 56-safe shutout and you don't hit seven posts again, yeah, I think they're going to take care of business here. Yeah, and I really they, do. They, and that's nothing
1: did, against the Blues, man. And I they, just, did,
0: they did that on the road, Yeah, what that, they just did.
1: That has to be just the most demoralizing feeling to lose both games at home. Yeah. Like that's... And, the, and
0: the Blues, like, you know, twisted as it was, we're supposed to be united with some common purpose yeah. for today. We win this for Bennington and whatever their <laughs> fucking rallying cry is. Fell in deaf ears. Yeah. They couldn't stop the... Avalanche. In... Yeah, unintended <laughs> The avalanche of the avalanche. Because yeah. you you rest for a second, it's 4-1. And it was none of McKinnon or Rantanen or McCar who scored any of those goals. It was Eric Johnson <laughs> Debon- and Devon Nazem Kadri
1: Nazem Kadri And Just and it was a, a fan, it was a fantastic game. The Abs look like a fucking wagon right now. Um they they could And it's, and it's the second round yeah.
0: at this point. It, we're not talking talking hypotheticals anymore. Nope. It's not game 50 of the regular season where we're like, "Oh, it's just let's see if this still works in the playoffs." It does. Yeah. It this works, team works better in the, in the playoffs. Play, it works better in the playoffs. And you have a very good Blues team with depth.
1: Second best team in the West right now.
0: Yeah, like, that's, given, that's given you everything you can handle. And it doesn't show up on the scoreboard because the Avs are just that much better.
1: Mm-hmm. The Blues are a good team. I take team. nothing they away a, from the they Blues. They have
0: a very scary special teams. That yeah. is a massive threat. Uh, but the Avs scored five even strength goals in this game. The Blues scored one, and it was off in Avs turnover. Yeah. You look, you look at the goals St. Louis has scored in this series. They really haven't been created on mm-hmm. their own. It's a lot of them have bounces. been really bad bounces and abs mistakes. This whole series has been the abs to lose. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's going to be any different in game five. Yeah. I think the blues are going to have a great game five. I don't think they're just going to roll over and die, okay. obviously. But they I could. think, like, this abs team's never really had a chance to really put away a second round. They've had two game sevens. Yep. Two of them were in a row but that's that's winner go home. Mm-hmm. Like you fuck up one thing and you're done and that's exactly what happened. Now you got you got 3 kicks at the can at this. Yep. I don't think they're going to fuck this up. No. This team is that this team has shown all season just how different they are mentally mm-hmm. and the mindset that they have from day 1. It was all about we got to get this done in the playoffs. And they have so far and it's man. It's all about executing the small things, all the little things. And they've done that so far yeah. in the playoffs, in the first round, and so far in the second. When that, when all the questions were, everyone asked like, "Oh, what are the what are the abs going to do?" Especially after game two. Yeah, after game two, what are the abs going to do when they face some adversity for the first time in the playoffs? Okay, here you go. Yeah, two mm-hmm. straight road wins where you outscore them eleven to five.
1: Yeah, it's been it's been a great response.
0: And you know what? No power play goals on the road. None, as we as said, All the... eleven goals except I guess nine goals because you had two empty netters. Nine goals at even strength. Remember the end of the season where we were getting nothing at five on five?
1: Yeah, now we can't get anything on the power play.
0: Yeah, it's not even we can't get anything on the power play. We can't get a power, power play. play. That's true. All the calls have dried up. It doesn't matter. You start get. Imagine you start
1: giving this team power plays. Yeah, they're gonna start clicking again. It's gonna get even more dangerous. They're they're a dangerous dangerous team. Um, they need to close. They don't need to. I'd like to see them close to out five. I It think would be. They
0: will. It would be, you just don't want the questions to yeah. start. To, I, like if they do lose Game Five, I don't think it's going to bother them. No, it, I mean we've seen going back to St. Louis is not a death sentence. No, but I just fully believe this team—they've waited for this all year. They've wait. Yeah. This is what we've all waited for all year—is the chance to get out of the second round. You couldn't do it for the entire season; mm-hmm. was not possible.
1: And now you get the chance.
0: Now you are one win away, and the fourth one's always the hardest to get. Correct. So go out there and do it. You got home ice. Best home team in the league. You have all the momentum. Now you just got to go do it. Yeah,
1: you got to go do it. And I, I got faith. I, th- I think they're going to, man. I, I really do. Um, give yourself like four or five days off for uh, the Western Conference Finals. Um, I just think they pull it off. But um, as we get closer to wrapping up for this game, we, we did have some things, some questions we thought of when we were driving home. Uh, the first one, I, is Andre Burkowski going to play again in these playoffs? I, I don't think that's really a question. I think it's a yes. You can't keep a 23-goal scorer out of the lineup. Me and you are both kind of under the same impression where you think it's it's more just like a, hey, bro, you've been playing like shit, and this can happen. Yeah. So
0: I'm under the full impression that Bednar is like, you're sitting in the press box, go up there, watch the game, and after the game, you're going to tell me how you can help. Because you have not been doing that at all. And... Alex Newhook comes into this game. He picks up a point on the the Eric Johnson goal. He looks pretty good, I would say, in this game. Yeah. I wouldn't. He wasn't super explosive or anything. He didn't take over the game, but you don't need him to in that role. Yep. I thought he played strong. And for for Burakovsky, it's it's got to be a little humiliating for him at yeah. this point. And now maybe sometimes that's what you need. Mm-hmm. Just tough a, love. A tough love. A good kick in the ass. Like you are supposed to be our difference maker in the bottom six. Go out there and do it. Shoot the fucking puck. He has yeah. three... He's had one shot on goal in every game in this series. That's it. For a it's guy... The who, chances. Yeah. For a guy with a shot like that, that that cannot happen. And I still would have kept him in for this game. I would have scratched Knack instead. Yeah. I understand why Knack is playing, but I don't... Just, I think it's
1: more of a wake-up call for Burakovsky.
0: Yeah. Like, this team can win without you. I mean, he... That's not a guy you keep out of the lineup for the rest of the playoffs. That guy had 60 points.
1: Yeah. You can't. You can't. So I I think that was more just like a, hey, bro, you need to wake the fuck up.
0: Yeah. And Newhook looked good. Newhook looked good. I
1: just don't think Knack can stay in there, man. He's he's just,
0: what do you do here? And you look at time on ice, it suggests that Knack is the odd man out. You're talking 7 minutes and 34 seconds versus 8 minutes and 7 seconds for Newhook. Newhook got a little extra time on the power play. Yeah. But I also just think you have Newhook in there. It gives you more options in the faceoff dot. Correct. Which is where we have struggled a bit in the series. And guess who was a 67% on his draws? Yeah. Alex, Alex Newhook. New he was great, man. Mack doesn't do that. Nope. You get comfort out there with Burakovsky and Newhook. This team's deadly, a, dude. That's a good third line. Yeah. Especially if Burakovsky gets the message. And we're talking about a guy in elimination games, his money.
1: Has goal every game. I wouldn't be shocked to he... Like, I, I would be shocked if he doesn't play in game five. Yeah, I would be shocked.
0: I mean, that's a strong message to send. Because yeah. this this is guy is an important part of your team. Yep, this is a guy you've built your top six around to a certain extent. One okay. of the big pieces of your top six for most of the time that yeah. he's here. This is not a guy you'd just be like, well, it's been a good run. You're out for the playoffs, and we're gonna go cost you a million dollars when you go and get your next contract. Yeah,
1: maybe they're just this is a long play. Yeah, to maybe it's designed. just a, maybe it's just a long yeah. play.
0: Maybe this is a Bednar driven thing. Yeah, but it's hard to argue with taking Burakovsky out. Nope. I mean, we talked about last episode; he has not been good.
1: He's been bad. I mean, and he's single. Like You can't say he cost us game two, but that turnover was... It
0: ended the game. Yeah.
1: It was the nail in the coffin. Yeah, you know,
0: and Burkowski's not 23. No. He's 27. Yeah. 27. About to get his third kick at the can at a big boy contract. This... It should have been the last time forever ago. This should be the very, very last time. You hope. This is ever the case. Because yeah. you're in your prime. Right now.
1: Yeah, you got to get that money, bro.
0: And, you know, he had a good season. 22 goals, 61 points. The best he's ever done in both categories. Mm-hmm. He still could have done even better. Yeah. Because there were stretches of this season where he was invisible. And now it's started to pick up here. He had one goal against Nashville where he ripped it through the net. Had a great game for. Every other game, he's just been there. Yeah. Just kind of floating around. Making some okay defensive plays, also making some really shitty turnovers. Damn. It's hard to argue with Bednar to take him out. I don't and disagree with it. It, I, it was the good call. I was yeah. shocked they actually did it. But I, I think you put him back for game yep. five. I think you take knack out. I, I, I think we've seen enough here. Yeah. Like the guy's just not doing a ton of anything at this point. I don't really think you need to worry about like oh this line's too soft mm-hmm. and whatever. You've got plenty of other lines that can take care of that as well. I think you just need that little extra oomph in your bottom six. And you're going to need more... like Especially if it continues in Game 5 where you're not going to get a ton from your stars. Yeah, You're going to need that extra kick. You're going to need as
1: much scoring as possible, and Knack just doesn't offer it. So I think Berkey gets back in the lineup. A player we both think probably doesn't need to be in the lineup. If you listen to the episode on Sunday, I was shocked that Jack Johnson played. I wasn't. I mean, Murray I thought should play, but I was not shocked Johnson played. Like, Jack Johnson, and this is nothing against Jack Johnson. He's a... PTO, like he's been great for us this year but I think Ryan Murray stylistically fits this team more right now
0: if Josh Manson got hurt or Eric Johnson got hurt I would agree Jack Johnson should go in for Sam Girard, like what is Jack what is Jack replacing zero he's not replacing anything he's just a worse version of Josh and Eric yeah and I I, that doesn't mean I fully trust Ryan Murray to just come in here and be Sam Girard. not at all but, but he's a closer Jack, to it like than Jack, like, what did he do today? Yeah. like Made eight, some
1: couple dumb plays on the penalty kill.
0: Like he didn't look particularly It just good. sucks
1: that we're punishing Josh Manson for his partner getting hurt. Right. Like, I don't want Manson's minutes to take a hit, which they didn't really take a hit. Yeah, I mean, he played 18 minutes. I don't want Josh Manson to get punished because his partner got hurt. Because um, Josh Manson was playing... Is still playing fantastic hockey. So, I personally... I think Game Five, you can kind of experiment with it, see if Murray's ready. Um, yeah,
0: I mean, I don't know. I just don't see it in Jack Johnson no. right now in this game. I mean, it's
1: not against him at all, man. I mean, it's, just... it's
0: just it worked for a little while yep. this season. I just don't know if you really have the time to yeah. do this right now, and that's this is where losing Sam Gerard sucks. Yeah, because that is a tough guy to replace. That's and very all, tough and all the replace. Sam gerard haters out there. You're seeing the gap yeah. that he leaves in the lineup when he's not here.
1: He's fantastic, dude. I'm, I'm going to miss him. It was great seeing him out for warm-ups. Um, God. He was on
0: broken sternum. Broken like, sternum.
1: But he's good. He's out of the hospital. So he's he, out of the
0: hospital. He looks he good. He doesn't need surgery. Yeah. So it's, it, it heals on its own. Like, you know how most broken sternums happen? Car accidents. Car accidents. Yep. That's how hard he got hit on <laughs> he this He took play. a car accident. He just took essentially a car. For anyone who wants to call him soft for getting hurt, yeah. he got in what was essentially a car accident that caused a broken sternum. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, like I, with with Jack Johnson, just I don't know. Like he's just kind of yeah. there. He's I'd, just kind of there. I'd love to see what Ryan Murray can do because before he got hurt, he looked good and on the verge of his. It was first the best goal. he'd been playing all year. It was the year. best he'd been playing. There's also rust that you have yep. to worry about, and maybe, maybe Jack is rusty and he can shake that off and look a little better, but. I, don't know, I, I mean, I don't know. I, maybe maybe if you're Bednar, you make a decision and you stick with it. Yeah. Like that's you, probably what he'll do. I mean, I, I think it is what he's going to do. You've made your decision. Jack's going in. And you're not going to take him out because he looked okay. Yeah. Because then, then no one is getting... No one. What, what's the word? Un, not unrusty. That's not a word. Last year, yeah. Yeah. It's been no, no one's going to get <laughs> no one's going to get back in game shape and back yeah. up to game speed if you're just switching every like, I oh, you're okay. Okay. Murray going. Oh, Murray, you're okay. Okay. You got You got I guess you just got to pick one.
1: Yeah. I think you will. So I think it's Ryan Murray. Um, I, I don't think it will probably be Jack. It's,
0: it's going to be Jack. I mean, yeah. let's be real. It's but gonna be I would Jack.
1: love to see Ryan Murray get in there. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for the abs going on in this game, but. Uh, we can kind of do a quick recap of the rest of the NHL because the most boring series, um, I mean, it could be the Florida-Tampa Bay series, but it's still the Rangers and Carolina series. Uh, Rangers battle back, win game three. It's a 2-1 series. Uh, by the time you're listening to this, it'll be game day of game four. I think the Hurricanes are going to win that game. and go the up three, I mean, one. the
0: Hurricanes, they need to win a game on the road. Yeah. They've yet to win a game on the road. Yet not going to win, win at home forever. No, you need to win. Something's a road got game. something's got to get. Well, more. especially
1: when you don't have home ice anymore.
0: Yeah, you, you need to win. Well, you know? they'll have home ice if they play Tampa next round. Yeah. But Tampa, like if the, like assuming Carolina like let's just say it goes exactly the same. Carolina yeah. wins in seven. They win every home game. They lose every road game. Tampa does not lose two in a row. No, they just don't. <laughs> they the don't it lose works. two in a row.
1: <laughs> it's not the way it works. But uh, yeah, I mean, Shusterkin was great. He's been great all series. It's funny to see him bounce back because um, everyone kind of thought he was dead, and he's been great. Um, I think the Hurricanes get done by the time you listen to this.
0: I agree. I think they're going to win. I mean, the Rangers are okay, but the, the Hurricanes are just not impressing me.
1: No. I mean, they, they outplayed the Rangers on Saturday, Sunday, when that game happened. They just couldn't get a lucky bounce. Um, I, I think Lightning may beat them in five if yeah. they face the Hurricanes.
0: As I'm having the you're, same you're, syndrome that you did with the bracket because after I saw Game One, I didn't pick the Leafs. I picked the Hurricanes to yeah. beat Tampa, just because I thought they'd be out of game. You're
1: telling me Andre Vasilevsky versus Antti Ranta. Who are you taking in that
0: series? I mean, Tampa just looks so good. Yeah, and Florida didn't look great, but Tampa gave them nothing. Yeah,
1: I mean they gave. Like, we can just move on to that series. I mean, Tampa completes the sweep for nothing. Um, Andre Vasquez he allows three goals all series.
0: Yeah, and in game four, 49 saves yeah. on
1: 49 shots.
0: 49 save shutout.
1: I'll give the Panthers credit. I thought they were going to roll over and die. They did not.
0: Yeah, they, well, did you, see, got... did you see the rumors from the morning? Oh, yeah, they were partying all night. Yeah, there's rumors that the Panthers were at a strip club before <laughs> game four because it was game three and game four on back to back days. I mean, it, wasn't, it wasn't confirmed who was there or really 100% confirmed if this happened. But it was rumored that the Panthers were partying at a strip club. Not surprising. In Tampa. Yeah. Which are not the best. Yeah.
1: So, I, I mean, the Panthers, great regular season, made all those big splash deadlines. They don't have a first-round pick till 2024.
0: 2024. And you know who might be feeling like a little bit of an idiot right now? Claude Giroud. Yeah. Who yeah. was like, I want to go to Tampa. And Florida. Nowhere, Florida. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Florida. And nowhere else.
1: I'd rather have Lekanen.
0: Yeah. I'm glad we got Lekanen. I'm glad it worked out that way. I'm yep. glad we have Lekanen and Manson and Gagliano.
1: And our first-round picks.
0: And our first-round picks. Yeah. Because Florida does not.
1: Yeah. And if they re-sign Giroux, cool, but that team needs a goaltender and they need defense. That
0: team needs a structure. Yeah. Badly. Very I mean, trots. We, call, we called this yeah. months ago. Like, yeah, Florida's great, but why are you down 6-2 to the Devils before you make that comeback? Yeah. That's not going to work nope. in the playoffs. And. I believe there's one team Florida could have beaten in the playoffs, and they did.
1: The Caps, yeah. Yeah.
0: I think if they play any other team, they lose. Correct. And the Caps still should have beat them.
1: Still should have. But they, they broke their streak. I mean, you, you obviously not winning the cups a failure, but you got out of the first round. I mean... Steps. Even maybe the, steps. Even the
0: thing about that is it wasn't even the first round. It was making the playoffs yeah. forever. That was the majority of that problem. I think off the top of my head, ever since they got swept by us in the Stanley Cup final. Twenty twelve, they lost to the Devils. Yep. Twenty sixteen, they lost to the Islanders. Yep. Then in the bubble, they lost to the Islanders. Yep. And then they lost to Tampa. Yeah, Tampa. That's four series. Yeah. That's not that much. Like, okay. it's not enough to really constitute, I would say, a curse. No. It's the problem that they never made the fucking playoffs yeah. they were terrible forever. And so, like, I don't I don't know where they go from here. Barry least, Trotz. Obviously, they're great. Barry are not going they go. Isn't Brunette up for coach of the year?
1: You got to go Barry Trotz. Like, I, there's I no don't, way. I
0: just don't think Brunette's that good a coach. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah.
1: But that's why if you get Barry Trotz down there, it made lure because one, he'd get to live in Florida, and he's old. So, maybe retiring there doesn't I sound just, that bad. I don't think Bill Zito's going to do shit. Yeah, it's Bill Zito we're yeah. talking about.
0: But also, Jonathan Huberdeau on the side of the milk carton. Where the hell were you yeah. in this series? Did he, he have a bad. point? How to get a point? They look at the people who scored a goal in this series: Duclair, who was scratched Gratched. for Game Four, to Lusterinen. and Sam Reinhardt.
1: That's it. That's None of your big boys. Barkov got shut down. I mean,
0: you know, and you know who had three goals in this series? Corey Perry.
1: Yeah. Pierre Albert Belmar had more goals than Barkov and Huberdeau. Yeah. Shout out PEB. So that wasn't shocking. I'm pissed that I changed my bracket because I, I mean I...
0: I'm pissed I didn't stick with my gut feeling that yeah. Tampa would crush them because I watched all six Panthers games and they did not win those games. No. The Caps lost them. Yeah. So and the Caps are not good.
1: No. I, I Panthers. You, you good. You did okay. You won the Presidents Trophy first time. Like I don't think they'll look at the season as a failure. It sucks getting swept. Uh, it's Compared
0: to what they've done in the past, this season is success, yeah. but getting swept by Tampa Bay in the yeah. second round immediately after is going to leave a piss-poor taste. Yeah. And of course, it's going to continue the narrative about the President's Trophy and anything. I don't think the President's Trophy had anything to do with this. No. I think the Panthers just weren't good enough were to do They were fraud. It. Yeah.
1: I think the whole Eastern Conference outside the Lightning's kind of frauds.
0: Yeah, something something, like, we've talked up the East all season long. The West looks better right yeah. now. Looks I'd, deeper. It looks deeper. So... I mean, Calgary and Edmonton are going to go the war. We won't talk about that one quite yet. Yeah, I mean, even the Blues look better than some of these other teams, and obviously, I mean, I don't. It's hard to say we look better in Tampa, but we look damn good. Yeah, we look damn good with them. Um, I'm still pissed. I changed. I took the Lightning out of the Stanley Cup final and put Carolina in. Maybe I'm still right. Don't know yet. But if I lose my perfect bracket off of that, I'm going to be pissed.
1: Yep. Same. Um, And then we'll we'll finish it up with the uh, the other series in the Western Conference, uh, Connor yeah. McDavid versus the Flames, and Connor McDavid's winning. Yeah. Um,
0: with One of the best playoff performances we've, yeah. seen, we've seen
1: in a long He's time. He's making the Flames' defense, who we all thought was kind of suspect, look terrible. I mean, Connor McDavid is playing on an unreal pace. I think you said it last episode, he has more points than Sidney Crosby did. Yeah, and now and it's not even close. Conn Smythe.
0: Like he's he's on paces with the Gretzky and Lemieux yeah. playoff runs.
1: Like we need to appreciate it. I'm hoping it ends if the Oilers do face the Avs. I'm hoping it ends that series. I gotta say, I'm more scared of the Oilers than oh, yeah. the Flames. Hundred percent more scared of the Oilers. Uh the Flames don't scare me one bit. Markstrom's been bad. Um, I good, like the top line looks okay. I wouldn't even say it looks okay. Kachuk yeah. just got hot in the series. I mean, and, I mean outside the was, first game. It was in one game. Yeah. yeah. Like, the Oilers scare me more than the Flames, because we've dominated the Flames. I mean, the Oilers, I thought, played as tough in all three games. Yeah,
0: and the the Flames, they're not that deep. No. Like, if you talk about, like, oh, the Flames have the advantage on depth, do they? Not really. Your second-line center, Michael Backlund? Yeah. I've said that for months now. Your second-line center is Michael Backlund, and you're saying you have the depth to compete with the Avs? Yeah. You're full of it.
1: Yeah, they're full of it. So, I... I think the oil like I wouldn't be shocked by the time you're listening to this if the Flames win Game Four and it's two two. This series
0: is going seven. I'm not I'm not writing the Flames off as though the Oilers are going to win because they're up two to one. We've seen plenty of times that's yeah. not the case. Flames are going to win Game Four and the series is going seven. It's it's that simple. Yeah. This series is destined for seven and nothing else. Uh, but Connor I, McDavid's unreal. Connor McDavid twenty three yeah. points in ten. Games. Yeah,
1: and say what you want about Evander Kane he mm-hmm. showed up these playoffs helps he's getting play passes from Connor McDavid but what's Connor that McDavid. 12
0: 13 goals for him yeah McDavid has multiple points in every game mm-hmm. in the playoffs so far every single game, he's been unreal dude like just I'll read his stats from top to bottom two points two points two actually no he had a zero here because they got shut out but regardless two points two points zero three three two four two three it's pretty good. There's not a one in there. There's no. one zero. Everything is multiple points.
1: He's been unreal, dude. He's been unreal. The Oilers, I'll be shocked if they can finish out the series. But um, like you said, I am definitely, as an Avs fan, more scared of the Oilers than I am the Flames.
0: 100%. I mean, Connor McDavid at a pace like this, they showed the like guys who are on paces like this, they all won the cup. Yeah. And you know what else scares me, too? It's a little trend that's happened in just about every season— they got a new coach. Yeah, and what usually happens when you get a new coach? You win. You go to the Stanley Cup Final at least. Look at the last several years. I think you go back to the Penguins in 2016. Mike Sullivan hired mid-season, takes them to two. 2017, nope, that was Sullivan again. 2018, Gerard Gallant, first-year coach with Vegas, and 2019, Craig Berube. Bleh, bleh, Craig Berube, I'm sorry, <laughs> his name puts a bad taste in my mouth. Gets hired midseason, takes the Blues to the Stanley Cup. Twenty twenty, Rick Bonus, Dallas Stars comes in. Stars go to the Stanley Cup final, and twenty twenty one, this guy is currently fired. Yeah. But the Habs, what's his
1: name? Maurice something.
0: No, the when they went to the final. Man, no, his,
1: I thought his name was Maurice something. No, Paul Maurice. No, Paul Maurice was. Uh, what's his fucking name? I don't know. That's I, how I'm him. totally
0: blanking on his name. He had the gray like, hair. Yeah. That's all I remember. Regardless, the Habs, they, they fired their coach. Who was he? I'm totally blanking no, on who their coach No, uh,
1: it was the one who Julie, had the, Claude Julien? Claude Julien, yeah. Because yeah, he had the du Dom Dame Ducharme. Dom Ducharme. Dom
0: Ducharme. That's who it was. He takes them to the Stanley Cup Final. Sorry to ignore the pattern. Yeah. I'd love for it to break here because it looks like it's Tampa, who does not have a new coach yeah. at all, and the Habs do not. Yeah. So, it's a... It's a very stupid yeah. pattern. It's uh there's also a pattern of like teams in outdoor games that go to the Stanley Cup final. And it looks like it's gonna be Tampa again yeah. this year.
1: And what did it happen last year? Tampa did no. Vegas we had, we had to, Vegas, Colorado, Boston. Yeah, those don't even really count. Yeah, those... But like the,
0: the Caps they had an outdoor game. The Penguins had an outdoor game when they went to the final. Yep. Or no, Nashville did. No, they didn't. I'm making that yeah,
1: up. Yeah, no, Nashville its yeah. first one this year.
0: Yeah. And 2019, the Blues did, didn't they? No. Who did they play? Boston. They did. They had the Winter Classic. Yeah, Boston. So the there's, the, there's these two stupid little trends. Yeah. Newt, fire your coach, have an outdoor game, immediate, immediate trip to Stanley Cup Final.
1: Fair enough. We'll see, though.
0: We'll see where it goes. So the Avs, they just like to buck trends. Yeah. So.
1: They're feeling good, man. I feel good going into Wednesday. Hopefully it's a little bit better result Um, yeah. for you as a ball arena. Maybe you get to see more than one goal. Um, the one goal I saw was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. I'm glad I
0: got to see at least one yeah. goal in that game because it was a pretty pretty awesome goal.
1: Yeah. So, But
0: I've, so far in Denver, I have seen 12 goals. Yeah,
1: so far. But we'll check it out from there. I got nothing else, man.
0: Yeah. Shout out to DNVR for hosting the watch party tonight. That was a ton of fun. That
1: was a I, didn't, I didn't know what
0: to really make of it when I walked in. Something that I just kind of always hyped up in my mind, the to, to DNVR and finally, being able to go there, the the atmosphere for the game itself was legendary. It was that pretty was good, a, a ton of fun. Yeah. And shout out to our guy Logan again for for recognizing that us. Was there. That, that was weird. That was very weird. In a good, weird in a good weird way. in a good yeah. way. Just the fact
1: that people know who we are was. Weird.
0: I have never been recognized. Yeah. And I like I, it's probably weird for a podcast host. So I'm a very <laughs> introverted person. <laughs> we both like. Are. I, like if you guys met me in real life, like I can I can probably go a week without saying a word and yep. not even notice probably weird for a podcast host to say that <laughs> but very weird to be recognized in public it's like hey you're griffin
1: yeah i guess i am yeah. yeah it was weird but yeah logan we appreciate you man uh hopefully uh work is not kicking your ass this morning because it's a late night but uh yeah shout out dmvr we had a blast um and hopefully we'll uh, get to do another round there fingers yeah. crossed that would be that would be a ton of
0: fun but hopefully we can wrap up in game five at ball arena I would certainly love to see a win yeah i've never i've never seen a series clincher yeah in my life. that'd be cool That's, yeah that would be a ton of fun to be able to go see the handshakes and everything and to see this goddamn team go yep. to conference final
1: fingers crossed man fingers
0: crossed because this it's all right it's there. there it's all right there there's no there's no more like oh our, do we match up well with the blues you do
1: yeah that we can right be, we can
0: beat the blues we're up three to one Don't turn this into a thing. They'll be good. Don't turn this into the Leafs from last year where it's like, oh, we're finally going to do it, and you blow it.
1: They'll be good. They got it. And and
0: I believe in this team. They've shown they are mentally tough, and they can get the job done. I believe they're going to win game five. Uh, Do you want to say overtime?
1: No. No. I think the Avs got it in regulation. I I want to say
0: so, but just for full dramatic effect, Nazem Kadri ends the series. There you go.
1: I'm going to say 5-1 Avs. Wow. Yeah. I think it's gonna be a blow up.
0: I think the biggest question is Darcy Kemper at certain points in this game didn't make me feel super confident. No, he'll be fine. I believe I agree. I believe he will be fine. I believe the first period's gonna be important for that. Yeah. I think I think he, I, you you want to get out of the first period and not giving up a goal. I think that's important for his his confidence because there is like that late second period, you get the Perron goal, he bites on it, the Tarasenko shot off the post and then another one goes in. Like that can't feel good at that point. No. He'll and be good, but he had a great third period. That is like really the only, only thing I have, yeah. that I have any sort of question about. But no matter what the the lineup looks like for Game Five, I fully believe they're going to get the job done, yep. whether Berkey's in or not, whether Newhook's in or not, whether Murray's in or not. It really just doesn't it's matter at this in the point machine, anymore. Uh, it's, it's just time to go do it. Yep, it's time to just go get the job done. They're going to do we it. We talked man. about it for nearly a year now. It's so time to go do it. Yep. Like there's, really, there's really nothing else to really say on the matter, is there? You've got it right in front of you. This is the chance you've waited for for years. Time to get the job done.
1: They will. They will. I got faith. But um, I had a blast tonight, man. Let's, uh, let's send the people on their merry way.
0: Yes, we will. So again, shout out to DNVR for hosting that awesome watch party. Also, uh, shout out to number 38 Bar for hosting the Game 3 watch party. Those were a ton of fun. And just shout out to the city of Denver and the state of Colorado for being the most beautiful place I've ever seen, and just being the being such a gracious host over these last several days. I've had such a great time being able to meet some of you. Has been very very fun, and I hope the best is still yet to come in Game Five. But that is going to do it for us on this edition of the Tell It Abs It Is podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. Thank you so very much for tuning in. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow me at G Young's NHL. You can follow Christian at Christian underscore Belay. You can follow the show at Tell It, Abs It Is. But once again, thank you all so much for tuning in. And we will catch you all next time, hopefully with a series-clinching game in Game 5. But until then, we'll catch you guys next time. Let's go, Abs.